Elise DeLucci Show, episode 62. How are you doing? It's raining here right now. Well, it's just, you know, it's like rainy and cold and damp and like, is it really May? Is it really May? And by the way, I'm a little late recording this one. It's it's May 5th. Happy Cinco de Mayo, everybody. I don't have plans, of course. Why would I ever have plans? I don't, I don't know about you. I said to my boyfriend, do you think you could, you know, like take me out for a margarita or something? I mean, it's a holiday. It's a holiday. <clears throat> anyway, fact of the day. Fact of the day. There are inventions that have been inspired by dreams. I don't know if you know this. Um, I, this is shocking to me when I read this. Google was inspired by a dream. The sewing machine was inspired by a dream. But Google, specifically Larry Page, you know, co-founder of Google, he was at Stanford in, in the 90s. He was a 22-year-old kid. And he had a dream that he downloaded the entire web but just kept the links. So he downloaded the entire internet, just kept the links, and when he woke up for his dream, he, from, from his dream, he grabbed a pen, he wrote down the algorithm, which he thought that that could make happen, and uh, he used this algorithm to create the web search engine, now commonly known as Google. Is that not crazy? So let me tell you something. If you're dreaming that your boyfriend or your husband is cheating on you, you might be onto something, Okay. <laughs> Oh my God, how many times have you had a dream, right? And you wake up and you think it's true. I, I, I you know, I have dreams. I have dreams, you know, semi-often. I don't, I'm not one of these people that have, wake up and have these vivid dreams. In stand-up though, we say, you know, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you should do is grab a pen and write anything down, sort of have a stream of consciousness journal sort of thing. And that obviously could come from things that popped up in your dreams. I don't do that. I, I, I should do it. I, I, I should do it. You know what drives me crazy? Speaking of, I hate when people say, oh, I'm going to sleep on it. The other day I had an argument with my boyfriend. I can't remember what it was about. It was something stupid. But he's like, okay, okay, Elise. He's like, I know you're upset. I just think you should sleep on it. And I'm just like, I hate that expression. I don't want to sleep on it. I want to go to war right now. That's it. Knock them, sock them, bop us right now. <laughs> this is what I want to do. I don't, I don't, I'm not sleeping. Where am I? I'm just sleeping right now. At 6 p.m. on a Tuesday night, I'm sleeping nowhere. I mean, but honestly, it's like sleep on it. You know, by the way, people say, people say that if you sleep, it helps organize your, your, your mind, it processes information, it helps organize your memories, it, it helps download all the information of the day, helps you solve problems. And apparently, you know, this period of unconscious thought, you know, having this stretch, six, eight, 10, you know, if you're lucky, 14 hours of sleep, having a, a, a period of unconscious thought helps your mind sort of do a reset mode, right? But Harvard Business School, you know, because of course, you know, says, uh, you know I'm like, like a gnat. It's like, he's like, sleep on it. I'm like on Google, you know, I'm like, uh, and yeah, I'm not going to do that. Actually, Harvard Business School says that, you know, you shouldn't sleep. But, but no, the Harvard Business Review, I was reading, they have this study that says that sleep actually doesn't always lead to better decisions. You know, and they said in the study, there was, you know, there's studies for everything, as you know. I mean, you find one study that proves your point. The other study says something totally different. But in this specific article, it says that they did a few studies. And one of the studies shown that if you sleep on things, you remember more negative things about a situation or an occurrence than you would in the moment. You know, but then, of course, the same study contradicted itself and said sometimes people in this, I mean, some people in the study said that if you have a decision and you sleep on it, you know, they feel better 
then the you know the the next day because they've had the, their brain had time to process the information, it created that clean slate. Felt they felt like they had a, a fresh start. Oh, whatever. All I know, you know what I do now? I know stress impairs your sleep. Okay, I know that. I know that obviously. If you're stressed out, you, you're not having good night's sleeps. Um, you know, and that's that that's that's the worst. That's the worst. And I think a lot of us had that this past, you know, this past year. You know, stress, making decisions, homeschooling kids. Where are you going? Is you you know you're making less money at work? Did you lose your job? Are you sick? Did somebody pass away from this virus? Obviously, and then that oh. You can't get your sleep, and then you then you're just making bad decisions all over the board. Anyway, let me tell you something. I am dying right now because because I just read about the cr- coffee creamer. Okay, I've told you a few episodes ago. <clears throat> maybe I don't know. Maybe 10, 20 episodes ago, I went through this phase of where I'd get up and every day, and I'd get this Starbucks, you know, white chocolate mocha coffee dessert coffee, and you know it was all cute for a minute because it tasted delicious. Still tastes delicious. But, you know, and then at the end of the month, I had a $500 Starbucks bill I couldn't even deal. And obviously, I gained 10 pounds. So then I'm like, I'm going to buy my own coffee pot, make my coffee. So that's what I've been doing. And I found the Coffee Mate, Nestle Coffee Mate, a French vanilla creamer that I loved or love. And I bought it in sugar-free because I was like, oh, you know, not, not to have sugar. And I know better. I know that if you replace junky if you replace junky sugar, sweet stuff with fake artificial sugar, that doesn't do you any good. I know that. Of course I know that. I've had two kids and I lost all the baby weight after both kids. Of course I know how to maintain my body. But I wanted something sweet. I wanted the coffee. I thought, let me just like be irresponsible for a little bit and get the sugar-free version. Let me tell you something, okay? I have weight that I cannot lose and I don't understand why. And I'm looking at everything I'm eating. I drink 80 ounces of water a day. I'm eat, I eat salads or I'm doing intermittent fasting. The weight's there, there, there. I look at the back of the, the label on the coffee mate sugar and it's like second ingredient, which I didn't even look. This is just, you know, you know when you're just crazy, you know, when you just have, you're, you're all go, you're all go like school with the kids and the work and everything, you all go and all the responsibilities and who needs what Second ingredient, first ingredient, water. Second ingredient, corn syrup. And it's like cheese and rice. Cheese and rice, of course, of course, of course. The second ingredient is corn syrup. And the corn syrup is is creating a whole new layer of fat on my ass. And I am just disgusted. I bought the Gap, had a 40% off sale the other day. And of course, you know, I love when the Gap has that sale. So, And I bought the Gap mid-rise jeggings. So cool. They fit great, by the way. It's not part of my product of the week. But they're, they're mid-rise jeggings. They're stretchy. And they're super cute. And I got this pair with little rips in them. And, um, you know, and 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 I bought them in, in my regular size in the Gap, which my size always fluctuates. But, you know, the Gap is with the with the coupon. It's it's a, it's cheap enough for me to have you know a size four six eight ten you know sort of deal, as one does as one as as some women do. So uh, here I am, you know, with my with my uh, my size eights, and I'm I'm like, why the hell do I have love handles? These are jeggings. They are full stretch. This is I'm on the bigger end of my jean inventory. What's going on here? And I'm like, I can't put pinpointed. I'm having salads. I'm drinking 80 ounces of water. I'm having no cheese and chocolate and pretzels in the evening. What's going on? And then I notice high fructose corn syrup every day. And I have, let me tell you how disgusting. I have been having 
a, a couple, two, three cups of coffee a day with the coffee mate, you know, I'm probably putting more than the, you know, tablespoon or two. Next thing I know, I'm going through a bottle of sugar-free coffee mate cream once a week. We've got the French vanilla. I got it on Rotate on Amazon Prime, <laughs> you know, subscribe order. Oh, my God, I'm so sick to my stomach. I'm so sick. So, got to cut that shit out. I mean, really, can nothing be good? <laughs> like, can't we get a little bit of enjoyment as we get older? Can't we just have a little bit of morsel of something? I mean, you know, drinking the sugar-free coffee mate creamer, I thought it was better than taking a scoop of vanilla ice cream and putting in my coffee in the morning. You know, I knew it was better than that, but maybe it wasn't because the ice cream was pure. I'm so disgusted with myself. I'm just, I've just given up. Just given up. Goes to show that money doesn't bring happiness. Bill and Melinda Gates, axe. <laughs> My God, $130 billion divorce. Can you imagine that? $130 billion. Forget $130 million. Forget $30 million. Forget $10 million. A oh, God. He founded Microsoft in 1975. He's the fourth richest man in the world. The net worth, $130 billion bucks. And by the way, she, some smart board, she was the, mar you, know, the, you know how they met? She was 24 years old. She was the marketing manager at Microsoft. He was the 31, Bill Gates was the then 31-year-old CEO. And, uh, and, the, and then the rest was history. Apparently, they're still going to work on their, their, the Gates Foundation together and all that kind of stuff. But just goes to show that no matter how much money you have, it doesn't buy happiness, people, right? Doesn't buy happiness. I mean, we, we saw that with Jeff Bezos. But, you know, so many people have financial strains in their marriage or in their relationship, and they think, well, once this stops and everything's going to be good. Is it really? They say once you get over, once you get over seventy or $75,000 a year, which is, I don't know who, who created that, that number, but once you get over that number, it doesn't matter how much money you make on top of that. You're still going to be, you're still, your happiness quotient stays the same. $75,000, $70,000 basically uh, provide you the basics in life, food, shelter, you know, clothes, whatever. Those people clearly don't live in Manhattan, but that's fine. That, that, that's fine. Or California <laughs> or maybe any other big metropolitan city, but that's okay. No, but I, I you know what? Listen, we, we all could live on less, right? Can we not live on less? We can. We can live on less. I... Let me say something. When I got divorced, okay, I cut out so many expenses. I just went through all of my shit. I was, I was ruthless. I said, okay, cable. Let me look at my cable. First of all, I don't even need cable. I don't even need cable, but I have it because I'm not yet, I'm not a cord cutter yet. I'm not a cord never, okay, and I'm not a cord cutter. But, but I went through and I was like, HBO, don't need it, as I'm about to tell you about this new show I watch on HBO, so brace yourself, you know. <laughs> HBO, don't need it. All stars, all these stupid channels. Don't, don't, don't. If I see that there's a show out, and I will sometimes rebuy the channel, but I, I just cut, I cut through all of my expenses, everything, all the stupid stuff I bought, brand, you know, even shampoo. I was buying Kerastase. I love Kerastase shampoo and conditioner. There's this one in a, in a the bottle, the mint green bottle. It has sort of a darker green cap. The shampoo is delicious. I don't know the conditioner and shampoo. It's like made with unicorn juice or something. It's a beautiful thing. I would wash my hair, blow out my hair. My hair, it looked... Salon worthy. I'm buying the shampoo and conditioner all throughout my 20s because, you know, of course, I thought I was a big shot, you know. I'm like, oh, yeah, mom, buy $40 shampoo. <laughs> so how, how funny does that change when all of a sudden you're on your own with two kids? I, next thing I know, I'm on, the v, I'm on VO5. I'm, 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 I'm squatting down in CVS at the bottom aisle, picking off the dusty VO5's mango breeze you know, version. 
dusty. Nobody wants to buy them. I'm like, oh, 79 cents shampoo and conditioner. Sign my ass up. <laughs> I actually upgraded recently to Suave. It's good. Rosemary mint. It's not a bad scent. There's another one too. Moroccan oil. Ooh, so good. But I, cu- I cut out all the expenses. So I don't know how much I live on right now. I mean, you know, what I need. But I don't buy the, I don't buy the, the things. Cheerios. My kids like Cheerios. I buy store brand. Big deal. Big deal. You know, so I, I, 75000 I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I do live on that. I really have no idea. But, but what I can say is there's a lot of girlfriends that I have, and I'm sure you have, right, that are like, I just want to meet a rich guy because then I'm going to be happy. And, you know, no, you're not. You should just ask Melinda Gates because you want to know what happens when you date somebody with a ton of money like that. They're also so goddamn busy. They don't even have time for your ass, okay? That, that's, that's number one thing. And I'm sorry, emotional needs, I think, in a lot of cases, come at a higher priority level than how much money you have in your bank. Just my thought. On the HBO note, I rebought HBO. I mean, I know I'm a walking, <laughs> I'm a walking contradiction. Listen, I'm desperate for good shows. Okay, I'm desperate for good shows because other things are just not gonna work, not working out for me. The other day, I tried to go to the diner. One of my favorite diners on the Upper East Side, Gracie Muse. It's on First Avenue and 81st Street or 80th Street. I used to live over there. It was where I had my first daughter. I was living right around the corner. And I have so many amazing memories from this place. I would go to Gracie Muse Diner, nine months pregnant, sit down, order everything on the menu, take a few bites of each, pack everything up, take it home. You know, I would stare at the cheesecake in the little glass spinny thing and cry until they gave me a free piece. I mean, I was pathetic when I was pregnant. But so I went there the other day and they're closed down. And there's, it's like, and I'm just dying. I was dying. I said, like, oh my God, my favorite diner. Every, you know, and it's funny. I don't know if this has been happening to you, but it's like, I'm becoming so desensitized to things closed or just not working out during this tough time. And, um, you know, it's like, so I I get dressed, you know, I'm all excited. I get my walking shoes on. I go to the walk to the diner. I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm getting a tuna on rye, some delicious curly fries, a little honey mustard, seltzer, ice cold in the can, bendy straw. Oh, yeah, baby. Mommy's night out. As I'm walking towards the diner, I look and I'm like, oh, my God. There's wooden boards all over the window. Great, great. And I literally just turned around and walked away. I I almost didn't have any emotional reaction in that moment. It was like, whoop, yep, another one bites the dust. And I just, but, but, you know, and then, of course, when I was walking home, I was upset. And I was like, is this really closed? Is it closed? I actually think it's only being renovated. But it's just that initial feeling of normally I'd be like, no. But I was like, okay, right, fine. Yet another thing that doesn't work out. Anyway, like I felt like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh, you know? Oh, well. You know, co- chronic depression. I <laughs> mean, what I'm trying to tell you. So anyway, th- th- you know, th- those things and just some things like that just not working out. So I'm desperate to find the shows, right? So um, someone told me about this new show on HBO. It's so good. It's so good. It's called M- Mayor of Easttown. Mayor of Easttown. Look it up. You're going to love it. If we like the same things, which I think a lot of you do, I think we all like around the same things. Mayor of Easttown, it's Cape Blanchett, isn't it? It takes place in Pennsylvania. Um, I think Pittsburgh or maybe outside Philly or something. But she's a detective and it's a murder mystery kind of show. And it's so good. It's so good. And I... um. There's only now, there's now three episodes. So, of course, I watched the, I, I found it when there was only two episodes. I watched the first two. I just watched the third one. It's on HBO's Sunday 
at 10 p.m., a little late, but you can obviously rewatch it on demand. Kate Blanchett's performance is great. There's other actors in it too that um that I'm not I don't know their names, but uh it's about the murder of a, a a girl and then and then a murder of somebody else and it's and then and it's very layered and it's sort of about also mayor of this place in Pennsylvania, Easttown. She's a detective. She's divorced. She has kids, and you know it's like, and, and and she's trying to find herself, plus keep herself afloat, um, with all life's pressures, and and you know it's just a, just a really, uh, it's, it's it's a little dark actually. It, it feels a little dark the whole show, but but it, it but it's relatable. It's layered and it's relatable, and you, while it might not be my life, right? I could I really relate to the Kate Blanchett character just in sort of just the daily grind in and out. Um, but, and also does she try to work on her love life? Does she try to find her career life? It's just a good show. Mayor of Easttown, I recommend it. <clears throat> the other thing I watched that's also so good, um, on, on Amazon, the Kutcher's documentary, Welcome to Kutcher's. Do you know Kutcher's? Kutcher's, um, was a Jewish, Resort, big, big, famous Jewish resort in the Catskills in New York and Monticello, New York, the Borscht Belt, and uh, it's a just a really cool documentary if you want to go back in time. And uh, Kutcher's Resort, it's 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 um, it was a famous place where you know a lot of Jewish people, not Gentile people, went too, but a lot of the Jews, you know, they would they immigrated <clears throat> to Manhattan. Lower East Side, New York, and then you know, in the dog days of summer, they wanted to get out of New York and they wanted to go somewhere and and have fun and family fun and and feel the breeze and pool and 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 do activities. And obviously, everybody went up to the Catskills then throughout the the nineteen twenties and nineteen sixties, and it was a super popular vacation spot. And and there was other resorts and places too. There was an Irish section of the Catskills and a Jewish. But welcome to Kutcher's. The documentary goes. Talks all about the resort. Talks about what the Catskills was like in the heyday, um, and then you know, and then the documentary changes like mid to three quarters way through, and it starts to talk about how the Catskills got. Uh, it was sort of almost was starting to become a d- abandoned, and um, <clears throat> because um, of surprisingly, which I didn't know, uh, air travel. And air conditioning is what took the Catskills down. So if you're from New York, you obviously know the Catskills. If you're not from New York, Catskills, a big pump and vacation place back in the day. And then obviously now if you go up there, it's all depressed. There's still resorts and stuff. There are people trying to revive it. But um, the reason why the Catskills is doesn't really exist anymore in terms of these big, fun, honky-tonk, honky-tonk family resorts is because air travel, people were able to go anywhere, or go anywhere on the airplane easily. You could go to, to the Bahamas, you could go to, to the other part of the world for just a few hundred dollars or something. Why would you then go schlep drive, you know, to the Catskills, to the mountains when you can go somewhere more exotic with a beach and a pool and all that. And then the other thing was air conditioning. So when people would go up to the Catskills, they didn't actually have air conditioning in their houses. So they would go up there for cooler air and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, the Jews on the Lower East Side, they would, they would all go up to Catskills, have a great time. I mean, my family tells, my grandmother has stories from the Catskills and, you know, and so many people I know. And uh, this documentary, it's just like going back in time and it's, it's nice. It's, it's, it's really nice if you like that kind of thing. Oh, and if you watch Mrs. Maisel, by the way, if you watch Mrs. Maisel, you see her. I, I, don't, I, I don't know if they're at Kutcher's in that, the show on Maisel or if they're at Grossinger's, one of those resorts, but... That's that. This you're watching the real deal. So, it was um, it was great. This weekend though, it was I you know I had a nice weekend. I I went um, 
On Sunday, I took the girls um, to the Natural History Museum. That was so fun. You know, they always love to go there. And, we would, you know, we see the dinosaurs and the whole bit. And then on Saturday, I took them to the High Line um, downtown. You know, and the High Line is that uh, park that's built on the elevated train on the west side. And after lunch, after the park at the High Line, I took them for lunch. We had lunch at the Bus Stop Cafe, which if you if you go to the High Line in, in Manhattan and you want to go somewhere to eat after there, and you want to go to a dinery sort of place, because clearly that's my thing, uh, you don't want to spend a fortune. The Bus Stop Cafe, it's on Hudson Street, and it's cute. Um, it's really cute. I took them there. There's another diner too around there called Hector's, but Bus Stop Cafe is cute. They have more stuff, uh, more more options on the menu. I used to live over there. I used to live on 14th and, and 9th, so... Um, that neighborhood, that was my first apartment. That neighborhood's always sort of special to me. But we had a great time, you know? It's like, it's like so many people that I know, they want it, they, 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 I mean, I'm not knocking it, but like the weekends come and maybe they're going to Costco or they're going to Home Goods and they're doing the shopping rounds. And look, my, I just never did that kind of stuff with my kids. I did that growing up. Growing up, my mother took us to Costco on the weekends for two o'clock stack time. You know, but I don't know, like, I don't know if it's, I just, I don't know if it's because, it's more difficult to get to stores in the city and stuff. You know, you got to take the schlep, the train, the bus, the boat, whatever, or drive. You get to drive out of the city. I don't know if it's more difficult, but I've always, I, you know, I've had my children in the city. I continue to raise my my kids in the city. And um, when the weekends come around, like I just don't, I just don't want to go to stores. Like I don't want to shop. I don't want to do the schlepping. You know, I mean, maybe it's a sign of the times. Also, I get my stuff delivered. You know, but. I, I, I just don't want to drag them around. I want, I want them to have fun. So you know, the High Line. It was a little boring for them, to be honest. They had a nice time, but it was, they were like, Ma, why are we walking? We're just walking, Ma. Why are we walking? That's not how my kids talk. You know that. They're like, Mommy, <laughs> why are we walking so far, Mommy? <laughs> but it's nice. It's a, it's a good thing to do. It's a good thing to do. Um, I, uh, I have a couple of big shows coming up. I'm I'm really excited. I don't know if I mentioned on the last podcast. I can't remember, but um, May fifteenth, uh, Saturday night, I'm going to be at the New Jersey uh, the Morris. I think they call it like Mosey Pack or Moisey Pack. I don't know the Morristown, New Jersey uh, Performing Arts Center. And by the way, if you can't go to that show and you want to watch that show, you can watch it online. You can buy tickets online. I don't know how much the tickets are. I hope the tickets are like $5. I don't know, but you can buy tickets online. You go to, oh, and buy, it's on Moisey. I'm looking, it's Mayo Pack, Mayo Pack. But anyway, if you go, hold on, let me get you the the, the, the URL. If you go to, I think it's mayopack.com, Morristown, New Jersey Performing Arts Center, Saturday, May 15th, the show is, it's Mike Marino's show, he's on tour, he's on tour, this Real Italians, a comedy tour, um, and he asked me to be a part of it, and I'm so happy, I'm so honored, uh, he's such a great comic, but anyway, if you can't be in New Jersey and you want to watch online, you can, and let me be honest with you, I mean, you know, saying, say, you know, you could watch it online, uh, you know, it makes me nervous, because, you know, I, again, before pandemic, I was on stage all the time. I haven't been going on stage a lot. So you, you know, you get like, it's, you get spooked. There's like a, it's like spooked. So like I, you know, if, you, if you're there in person, I'm so excited. Uh, I can't wait to perform. I hope I'm going to be great. And obviously if you're watching online, same thing. But what I can say is I know uh, Mike, he's just a killer. Cause you know, this is just what he's been doing for 30, 30 years. Um, 
but if you if you want to watch, you could you could definitely do that. And then I'm going to be in Long Island um, at uh, Long Island in, in, in the Governor's Brokerage. One of the I think that's the is the biggest club in Long Island. Um, on the May 22nd, May 20th, I'm going to be at an Italian restaurant, Calandra's. So lots of really good stuff going on um, in, in that department. So I'm really excited. I have an update for you. A few weeks ago, I talked about this eyeliner. Maybe it was last week, but that. <clears throat> let me let me get the name. Hold on. Let me open the name. You know, I don't like to spend my money on expensive makeup. Although foundation, I buy expensive. I buy um, uh, makeup forever. But I wanted an eyeliner. I talked about it a few weeks ago. I wanted a, a, a pencil eyeliner that I can put underneath my 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 lashes or in the corners, not necessarily to make smoky eye. I just didn't want something that's going to run and 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 smudge throughout the day. So someone recommended an eyeliner, NY, the NYX eyeliner. And by the way, I have some of their lip liners, and I'm not like the biggest fan. I prefer Milani, as I've always, I always talk about Milani. But NYX, waterproof, retractable eyeliner. That's what it is. I literally, as I'm saying this to you, I'm opening the link. It's... NYX Professional Makeup Mechanical Eyeliner. I bought the black one. I just bought one. It's $3.99. It is so good. I put it on under my lash line halfway. I don't do my full lash because I don't need to walk around looking like Elvira. Did not run. Didn't run. Didn't smudge. I, pff, I'm buying it. It, com- it comes in other colors, by the way. Two, four, six, eight, right here. I'm looking. It comes in like 10 colors. It comes in blue. I love blue eyeliner. It comes in purple. It comes in gold. I would never wear gold. But um, that's my update there. And on product of the week, I got while I'm while I'm while I'm here, while I'm here. Bodysuits, mango pop, mango pop bodysuit. Found it on Amazon. Long sleeve. I got the long sleeve because you know what? I got the chubby arms, the upper arms. I can't. I can't deal with that. We we're going to talk about that in a second. Even though this is out of order, because I usually do product at the end. But um, I'm doing these shows, right? I'm doing the shows, and I need clothes to wear on stage. Not a full clothes, and not like a full wardrobe. I mean, look, it's not my show. It's Mike Marino's show. He's the star. If I was the star of this show, I'm going to wear a sequin pantsuit. That's what I want to wear. I want to wear sequins. I want to wear pants. I probably want to wear flats because I want to be comfortable. Maybe a wedge because I like to look a little elongated. But I, I, that, but it's not my show. And also, I, you know, I can't be ridiculous. Come on. I'm not, I, I've been doing stand-up for four years. I'm not a pro. When I'm a pro comic, then I'll be, you know, doing the Joan Rivers thing with the marabou fur and the whole thing. But I, so I, I, I'm, I'm wearing jeans. I'll wear jeans and a top, you know, tucked in. I'll probably wear some sort of jacket or, or a zip-up thing and a heel. Well, the wedge, the wedge, the espadrille wedge. The one I told you about last week, you know, the one for $30 on Amazon, which, by the way, my leopard ones arrived. Gorgeous, gorgeous. White Mountain. Okay. Listen to the past episode if you want to know which one it was. Anyway, so... I'm like, I need a top. I want to wear a top. I want to. I want to wear like a top and a color. I always wear black, but that's because black is like slimming. Um, so I'm like, let me try to find something fitted and cute. Go on Amazon, googling, turn the whole thing inside out. Found Mango Pop, this brand bodysuit, seventeen dollars. It comes in like thirteen colors. I got two of the bodysuits. I bought two of the bodysuits. Um, one I because I, I wanted to try a medium and a large. I got a V-neck one and also a square neck. A bodysuit. By the way, the large is actually too big, which makes me very happy. The medium fits. Um, but yeah, 
that's my product of the week. I know I don't sound like I'm excited about this product. I am. I, you know what? I'm more disgusted about how my arms look because, well, let me say, check out the Mango Pop bodysuit. Let me know what you think. If you know, and it, 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 by the way, it's cotton, it's spandex, the snaps are good. I think it's like two snaps. I, what I like about it is it has a lot of different necklines, scoop, square, V, regular, crew, whatever. I like that it's $17. I think that's a good price. I love that it has stretch. I can't do things without stretch disease. Check it out. Now, I called my plastic surgeon. I know how that sounds. I know how that sentence sounds. I have a plastic surgeon. What am I supposed to do? I had a baby. I got like, I had a baby. I got like one boob that was bigger than the other one. I, I, I had to get my situation fixed. I had to get it fixed. Um, and I talked about, I talked about this in the past, but I called my plastic surgeon and I said to him, I said, listen, Dr. Levine, I said, I, I, I can't deal with my upper arms. Okay. My, I, listen, I feel that I am thin and whatever. And I never grew up with a, I'm not, I don't have body dysmorphia. I never grew up feeling weight, anything. I don't care. My mother was always concerned with her weight, not me. I could care less. I, I was always thin growing up. I, it was never something that fazed me. But as you get older, your body changes. And in my family, we have the chubby arm, the chubby fat arm, you know, the bingo wing. You know, you're a bingo. I won, I won. The arms flapping in the wind. Yeah, well, we have that, okay? And so, genetic trait. I, if I was heavier, obviously, the bingo wing would be more prominent. But, it, you know, I'm the size of, but I don't like it. I can't, I can't because I, when I'm looking at myself in a sleeveless top or something from behind, the arm, like, you know, if I'm looking in the mirror and I'm the rear view, I, my arms, I just feel like it puffs out. I can't deal with it. Now, of course I could do exercise. I could, but then I'm just going to have a, a, less, a little less fat and muscle. But because I'm lazy, I call the plastic surgeon. I'm like, Dr. Levine, like, can you do something about this for me? And he's like, I can, but it's not good. You're going to get the whole zipper arm. You're going to get the zipper arm release. You know, if you want to get liposuction on your upper arm, it's you, you're, you're going to have a scar for life. And I, as I've told you, I think in the past, I have this, I'm very sensitive. My skin's very sensitive. Scarry skin. My scars don't go away easily at all, at all. Um, no matter what mederma, scar, you know, tissue cream I use, nothing goes away. I have to get like the 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 laser from the doctor to help me get the scars to to lessen, and even that doesn't really work. So I'm not getting the the upper arm lipo. I want it though. I want it. If you got it, I'm curious to know how it worked out for you. But uh, God, I have to. I was looking. The reason why I found the mango pop bodysuits, and and the reason you know for my shows, obviously. But is uh, also, I don't, I like to cover my arms. I don't care if it's, I could care less if it's 190 degrees outside. You will not see me on stage in a sleeveless top ever, ever. Because I did a few times, but I, when I say on stage, I mean like on stage at a show show. If I'm performing like at a, at, at a local show and there's two people in the audience or I'm just like AK practicing. I'll, I'll probably wear a tank top because I'm dying of heat stroke. But if I'm in a, in a big place, I'm not wearing a tank top. I'm not. I don't care. I do not care. I don't want these arms. I don't want this marm, this marm showing, the mom arm. I don't want the marm showing. Mm-mm. So if you know of any fitted, cute, long sleeve things that you wish shirts you could tuck in or whatever, let me know. I'm always looking. I'm always looking. I love a three-quarter sleeve. I love three, a three-quarter I can't find that that much. I love it. I can't deal with cap sleeves. Oh, my God. 
Oh, my God. Cap sleeves were invented by the devil. I mean, who, 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 how dare you? How, walking around with a cap sleeve. You, that's, this is for babies. This is for, this is for babies. The little cap sleeve. All it does is accentuate your wideness. <laughs> Accentuates the width of your upper body. Accentuates the fat arm. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not for me. Not, not, not for me. Anyway, I think that that's probably it. I'm going to move um, to, I want to say, I'm, I'm going to, for the next couple of weeks, because I have a bunch of shows going on and uh, I'm just figuring a few things out, one of them being how do I could video this damn thing. I'm going to be doing one show a week, one podcast a week. I apologize. I love doing two, and I want to do two, but I need to take care of, obviously, rehearsing for my shows and and um, figuring how I could tape it. I got a guy. He helps me um, with the audio a little bit for this podcast, and he had some good ideas for videoing. But it's a whole thing. He's like, you got to get a camera and a thing. I said, I'm not getting a camera and a thing. I said, I can't get back, back, kid toys all over the place. I said, I just want to video it because I'm very expressive and I want to feel like I have more of a connection with the, the, the listeners and I want them to see me. And I mean, I'd like to see them too, but I mean, this is that, that's like, that's like never happening. <laughs> so I said, I want to just do it on my computer. God damn it. So, uh, I'm, I'm working on that, but I'm going to go to one, one podcast a week. Um, but we'll go back to two soon. Anyway, that is all I have for today for the Elise DeLucci show. I always, as always, appreciate you listening. If you want to watch the May 15th show, I would love it. Again, um, I, oh, 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 shoot. Let me just tell you. So I got this email from TikTok and, you know, I thought that they were going to ban me. They didn't ban me yet, thank God. But I have been asking for people's email addresses, like follow me on Instagram, send me your email address. I'm redoing my website right now and um, I'm going to have an email list that I put together. Um, I already have a ton of emails, but I'm going to, you know, if you want to send me your email, I'm not going to spam you or anything. I'm not emailing you every week. I'm literally just going to probably send a once a month newsletter with just a show schedule. Um, you know, maybe a couple funny memes or maybe some products that I found, you know, that I, I can't resist or something like that, but nothing, nothing, you know, no, no, no sharing of emails. No, no, nothing of that whatsoever. Um, yeah, so let me know. Follow me on Instagram at Elise Delucci. I don't think TikTok's taking me down. I think it was just a just a uh, just a little bit of a fluke. And thank God, thank God, because it's like it's become my TV. It's like my TV on the go. I love it. I love it. Anyway, that's all for the, today's episode of the Elise Delucci Show. As always, I thank you for listening. If you want to leave me a review in the Apple Podcast Store, please tell your friends about the podcast. It's a big thing. It's a big fun girl thing. Um, we're going to be taking this podcast also on the road one of these days. I'm going to, after I get through my shows with Mike in the next couple of months, I'm going to be doing, um, you know, the, the, the tour, the Elise DeLucci show tour, few cities. We'll have a great time. Thank you as always for listening and always TikTok, Instagram, DM me. We'll talk. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I didn't do my, my quote of the day, which is such a good one. Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. I failed my way to success. Ha. I failed my way to success. How many failures have you had until you actually hit some gold nuggets? Oh, I know a lot of them. Thank you. I know a lot of them. Failed my way to success. Thomas Edison. Love ya. Ciao, babies. Ciao, babies.